Blog Talk Radio.
thank you for joining me here on The Crude Connection. My name is Jesse on Nichols-George, and I am your hostess. And the music you were listening to is probably a little different. If you're used to listening to the show, that's not the one you're used to getting <laughs> at the very beginning. That one is actually called Wild Love. It's by Woven Green, which is uh, created by Jim and Ashley Cash. And you can catch up with them, all their music now. They put out some incredible music. Um, through their website, by the way, www.wovengreenmusic.com. And I should mention, you know, Jim and Ashley are just incredible people, and they do some really great events, by the way, out in the Washington, D.C., Fairfax, Virginia area, right around in there. They also get out to some of the other parts in Virginia, and they do a lot of sound healing meditations and work. And I highly encourage you that if you are in that area and you have the opportunity to go and check out their work and to be a part of some of those sound healings, it's really, really fantastic. So do that. By the way, I do want to extend a big welcome to everybody. So, you know, whether this is your first time here joining us or whether you've listened before and you said, hey, I love what you're doing here. And I wanted to come back and see what you were doing this week <laughs> and see what was going on. We, I, you know, I'm glad to have you here. We also get those people that are coming in through um, three additional places that we stream live through, which is Talk Stream Live, Stream Finder, and Ten, known as Pairing Counters Network, and I welcome everybody through there, as well as through those that are catching the podcast, which is at iTunes and TuneIn.com, and those catching us through the YouTube uh, version on my show. And the YouTube version is going to be really cool this week because it's got all the pictures up from our artists this week um, that are going to be on there. So Jim and Ashley, you can see some of their work. You're going to see Dragonhead's uh, work up there. Ariana Faraha is going to be up there. Wayne Chatter is going to be up there. Um, I have a whole list of great artists and, and works and things like that today um, on the show. Shashika Maruz is going to be on there. She's another one. So um, it's going to be a fun show. Anybody who has listened to one of my shows around the turning points of the year realize that I always make them a musical show. So whether that's the solstices or the equinoxes or any of those things, because I feel like we really want to honor, we just really want to honor the turning of the season. We really want to honor this time of year that is moving through for us. Uh, because these points in the year are powerful points. They're the points that start phases and cycles for us, and they're the, the points that really just open our doors for us. You know, it's like closing one chapter, starting a new chapter on the year. So they're very powerful points, and, I, and so I'd like to honor those in special ways. And, you know, some of you have heard me talking about Pipe Guy, and, and we had a little um, problem where Pipe Guy was not going to make it on this week, so I'm doing my own show this week. <laughs> And it's going to be just as great and just as fun, and we're going to honor some of the artists that have been on the show that have music that are connected to this time of year, um, in addition to some other things where we'll be talking about the, the summer solstice and what that is about and how does that work with our codes. So, so it's going to be a, a great show all the same. And, um, and again, welcome to everybody that's, that's decided to join in. Now, during this show, what I do is I look at living a more compassionate life by aligning with your personal life codes. And at times, I do have guests on the show. Matter of fact, next two weeks, I'm going to have guests on the show that are really incredible people doing some really, really wonderful work. So you're going to want to tune in. Um, some of you may have remembered um, Lorraine Poen, 
was on a couple of years ago on the show. I'm bringing her back on, uh, Linda Gadbois, who was on a couple of years ago. I'm bringing her back on, and Linda is one of those amazing people that, oh, my gosh, she's me plus some. <laughs> I like to say that sometimes because she's got that whole science background and everything as well that's really amazing to work with, and we're going to be talking about some interesting topics with both of them, so you're going to want to tune in. Um, on on that. So lots of cool things happening with guests coming up. And uh, I also am going to be getting to, I believe it's the week after Linda's on, that replay for the dream. So for those of you that said, oh my gosh, what happened <laughs> to the dream show? When are you going to replay that? It's coming up probably in about three weeks. So you can you can stay tuned for that as well. Um, I, and, and what I love about this is it gives you a chance to find out if you know, their work is something that resonates for you and if that's, you know, something that will work for your code energy and be an option for that. And I also, again, highlight different musical artists on the, along the way. I've had some great artists, Katie Taylor, who I'm also going to be highlighting today. And actually, I'm going to highlight a song by Katie, who, um, which we did not play during her interview time. So it's going to be one that, that you didn't hear before, which is really cool as well. Uh, here what I do is I delve into a variety of different topics and tools and resources and thoughts, and that gives you a chance for personal exploration. It gives you a chance to delve into some universal insights and to expand your perception on how life and the world works. Now, what I do is I'm a coding interpreter, and I interpret a person's life codes to allow them to live a life filled with compassion and looking at their individual blueprint, say, in this incarnation how their energy flows and vibrates in the world. And I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement, which is available to experience where other people have interviewed me. Um, you can actually find that. I've got on my new website, you can go to the Media tab and go under, um, uh, well, it's not radio shows anymore. <laughs> and I'm going to have to get that word. But if you go in there under the Media tab, you'll see the point where uh, you'll see the tab that refers to, to other people interviewing me. Just go on that tab and scroll down, scroll down to some of the earlier interviews in particular, and that will give you a chance. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to be doing more live events in 2017 that are going to include that Genesis um, statement and doing uh, alignment, coding alignment for the earth, and those are going to be some really fun events to participate in. In addition, uh, what I've done is I've authored four books. You Need Life Dreams and its companion workbook, which is based on relationships, also activating compassion and its companion workbook. And then also I'm a collaborator on a fifth book called Embrace by the Divine, the Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. And in addition to that, I created the Compassion Tour and the True North Tour. Um, which is multi-state nationwide tours, including workshops and retreats and seminars and all kinds of various events and book signings and things like that along the way. And uh, I'm going to be working to set up uh, probably some stuff in Arizona next year, um, hopefully during some of the winter time or things like that. We'll have to see how it all comes together and plays out. And I'm just trusting Divine's going to take care of that. <laughs> it's not up to me to worry about the house. It's just up to me to know it's going to happen. Um, I will be creating a new tour name as well when I get ready to do that. So it's going to be fun and, and exciting as well for that. I do greatly appreciate all of those that do share the shows here because when you do, you are literally changing lives. And 
you know, you just never know. Just simply by clicking that share button, a life can be transformed. And that comes through the information and the experiences that are shared here, the music that's heard. I, I've had so many different people come back and say, you have no idea what that show did for me. You have no idea how much that unlocked and opened up for me. And you never know. You know, you might be thinking in your connections, oh, I don't have anybody in my connections that are interested in this type of thing. But I am always amazed how the people that you don't think, <laughs> you don't think this is their thing, it's really their thing. And you can open a whole new door with that person as well. So they can always catch it, by the way, in the archives by coming into the same link that you used to get into the live show and then listen to it at their convenience. Now, my show can be found through the Main Street Universe listing, which is as a podcast at iTunes and TuneIn.com. So if you're going in, you want to plug in for Main Street Universe and not just the code connection. Now, before we get started on everything, what I like to do is to open up, and each week I turn the page and I go to a new name of God. And this comes from the 72 Names of God by Yehuda Burke, who is a huge Kabbalah master, and I really love the work that Yehuda does because he, he doesn't just leave it out there in all the big technical languages that feel kind of offhand. He brings it into the everyday language, and, and I love that he brings it into our, normal, our everyday lives, and that's kind of the way I work and do my, my functioning too um, in things. So the, the word of God, or the name of God, I should say, the common name of God this week that we're dealing with is happiness. And I love that. <laughs> I love that we have happiness on my show that's surrounding the summer solstice. So I'm really excited about that. And his initial uh, message on it is, there is an old saying, be careful what you wish for. So we've all heard that one, right? <laughs> be careful what you wish for, because wishes are really powerful things. We know that. The insight it goes on to provide is, too often we confuse temporary pleasure with enduring happiness because the trappings of the physical world are highly seductive and potent. And when we are able to distinguish between the two, we will find true happiness. Pleasure is usually associated with egocentric desires, whereas happiness is linked to the longings of the soul. Now, by and large, our desires emerge from the selfish side of our nature. And what we covet is not necessarily what will bring us lasting fulfillment. Happiness eludes us when we chase after what we want as opposed to what we need. Our desires and cravings generally bring misfortune and turmoil after the initial pleasures, and immediate gratifications have worn off. We find the true happiness when our lives are spent transcending our ego-based impulses to steadfastly pursue what our souls need for transformation and elevation. In other words, when we're busy doing what we came to this work to do in terms of spiritual work, we will meet deep-seated fulfillment every step of the way. The meditation he goes on to provide for this is, you find the strength to restrain selfish longings. Through this name, you are asking for what your soul needs and not what your ego wants. You find deep appreciation for whatever life brings you, and this brings you happiness in the deepest sense. Now, again, the common name of God we're working with this week is happiness, and the formal name of God is Bob Hey Bob. Okay, Bob Hey Bob. And by the way, I do post this 
um, on my website as well. If you go in under the media tab, the code connection, and then under the code connection on the media tab, you'll find the insights and weekly messages on there. So um, code insights and weekly messages, and you'll, you'll see a page just for that, and that's updated every week. And I like to do that because I feel like you know, every week it's great to take a concept and work with that throughout the week. It's really great to um, not just take it for a moment, but really infuse it into your life. You know, I had a teacher that would do this with me. She was absolutely amazing what she would do. And, and she would not let us off the hook. And, and she would say, okay, for a whole week you've got to work with this concept. For a whole week you've got to open up and deal with this and really put it into your life actively. And that's where I find that we get the benefit from these teachings. It's not um, necessarily just in reading something or just glancing through something, but it's actually implementing that throughout our lives for a good week. And, um, and I love that because things really stuck for me when we did that. So I'm going to get a little thought here going, and then after this we will take a little well, we'll do this, and we'll do our code insights for the week, and then we'll, we'll head off onto a little break. And this will kind of get your mind kicking in the direction that, that we're headed right now and what this season is about. So how often are you really embracing your creative self? And when you start to do this, do you pull back feeling silly or question moving forward with an idea? And when was the last time you really allowed yourself to fully create from what you have to work with? Now, so many times people will get an inspiration that comes to them, an idea or a concept that thinks, check this out. Oftentimes, it starts from just playing around with something for the sake of it, joking around with friends and just being silly. Oftentimes, it has some great creative energy that is looking to be expressed and to come out. However, most people will leave that creative energy right there as just playing around with friends and not taking it further than that. Almost as if something so fun and freeing can't turn into something more. However, it is from these foundations that some of the most incredible inventions and in artistry has arisen. I remember seeing a spray paint artist working in Mexico once, and again later saw the same artist at a fair about a year later. And he did some incredible planetary pictures by using spray paint and cans. However, I wonder where the idea is stimulated from. Oftentimes, creativity is not born out of having the finest tools to work with, but out of everyday life. It comes oftentimes out of just spontaneously taking something that happens to be laying around and starting to play in a fun way. And this energy is like a child simply having fun, just doing and not thinking about if it is okay or going to go anywhere. However, I feel that it then is transformed in that moment of spontaneity, as if something inside us takes the play and gets conscious with it. A piece of our soul goes, hey, this is a fun and cool stuff. And from there, an invention arises. And I see way too often those that are so busy living in their adult world that the child within is not allowed expression. And this leads to creativity being squashed. Without creativity, many will feel a lack of fulfillment in their lives. 
it can often become heavy with responsibility, boring, and mundane. To be creative is to connect with our own unbridled spirit. It is a great way, great gateway actually, to connection. And it oftentimes brings a sense of feeling truly alive. Where are you allowing creativity in your life? And have you given the child within you an outlet for expression? Are you nourishing or squashing the creativity in your life? Great thing to think about, and particularly this time of year, because the summer solstice goes a whole lot with that childlike energy. And it's all about creation, and it's all about opening up to creative energy. It's at its peak right now. Powerful for us to embrace this over the next week as we come to that pinnacle, as we come up on the summer solstice and honor the summer solstice. It's about unbridled energy. And that's where we feel free, is when we allow ourselves to be in that place. Now, the code energy for this week is all about grounding and paying attention to what is happening in the world for you. Some may feel a conflict or struggle as their soul self desires the earthly world to be as the spiritual world is. And there can be a tendency to procrastinate and put off responsibility, but this will not work. And it is important that during this time, you do not live too much on a wing of a prayer. Be willing to do what needs to be done, even if you would prefer that the angels just take care of it for you. Do not dismiss things in hopes that they will get better on their own. Connecting with nature and the earth will help you balance out your energy. If you are unable to do this, consider a bath with sea salt or Epsom salt. Music or reflective candle work can also be really valuable during this time. So it is important. We're on a season which is fire energy season. You know, a candle or a campfire or whatever. Of course, be careful with those campfires because there's a lot of dry land out there right now. Um, but these are the times that we need to take that time, you know, again, to play and and. and it's so easy. We need to find that balance in there. We need to let the child out, but then we also need to take care of those responsibilities at the same time. You know, at the same time, it's a big thing. But connecting with the earth right now, hugely, hugely important. We're coming up on that longest day of the year, and we've got some great opportunities to be outside late, to be outside doing things. And I never forget a couple of years ago when I was still living in Utah. And I went out and I worked in the garden and I was connecting with the earth and doing some things in my yard. And it was amazing to be out under that moon so late at night and so empowering and so incredible. I hope you'll take that opportunity to this year to take advantage of that. Now, I'm going to take a short break and when we return, I'm going to be talking about the codes of this summer solstice and sharing music along the way from our previous guest in between some of those thoughts <laughs> today. And, you know, paying attention, we do have the chat room open today, which is really exciting because I always love when I have a great connection that I can use the chat room with too. <laughs> and that's really nice. Today's song for our break is called I Will Find You Again. It's by Dragon's Head and 
I'm sure some of you are familiar with Daniel Michael, who's the producer of our network, Main Street Universe. This is his band. He put it together, he and his brother Scott, and um, they're doing some amazing music. And this particular one is called I Will Find You Again. You can connect with them, by the way, through Facebook. Just go right on and go into Facebook and then um, just put in Dragon's Head and you'll see it. You'll see the really cool logo in there. And the reason I chose this song, by the way, and this is part of what I'm going to do is explain some of the reasons behind choosing some of these songs, is that uh, in this, well, should I do it now or should I, no, I'll do it now. <laughs> like maybe I'll do it after the song. But what the heck, I got all the time in the world today because it's me <laughs> on the show. I will find you again what's really powerful and what is the connecting piece for me on this um, this particular song is that we do a turning over of the God energy, if you want to say. Um, there's, there's two really big aspects of the God energy, and that's um, what some of the more Wiccan or, or pagan traditions will refer to as the Oak King and the Holy King. Um, and, and they govern six months out of the year. So what this does is one king is there that receives the maiden when spring comes around. And when that happens and he's there for the courtship and then pregnancy and all of the fertility, he's the fertility <laughs> side of things. And then the Holy King, what the Holy King is doing is the Holy King really has um, some beautiful energy that is about protection and it's about making sure that when the goddess uh, releases, you know, some of her reign in the world, when she goes to the underground, to the introspective, to the quiet the reflection and those periods in winter that she's well protected. So uh, there's always the masculine energy that is present and supporting her in what she needs to do, be it a life-giving force or be it that reflective nurturing crone implementing the wisdom force. And so at this period, we're seeing that, that turn, that, that changing of guards, if you want to say, between the O-King and the Holy King. And even though this song with Dragon's Head is really more of a love song <laughs> about the goddess, I say this because, and I wanted to fill in on some of that background because I feel like this song can also apply to that O-King energy, which is reminding the goddess that he will find her again when she returns as the maiden because she's getting ready to be to be in and, and is in, in a sense, that mother stage. Um, you know, she, she's kind of preparing for that stage. She's getting ready to give life um, in a few months. You know, she's, she's going to give forth that abundance as we, we come up in a few months. So this is, uh, that's how I see this song connecting. That's why I chose it, um, because I, I feel like that is that connection. That's the, the reminder that they will connect again, that there will be that unity, and that there will be harmony. And I think that is something really important that we want to be bringing into the world is that connection. Here we go. I will find you again. It's by Dragon Pet. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
why I have the songs today that I have up today in the lineup. Now, let's start to take a look at some of the codes uh, for the summer solstice. And summer solstice energy is always, I think, it's, it's like that, that energy where everything reaches a pinnacle. It comes up to the peak, so to say. And when we, when we look at this energy time, this is the time most people recognize this as the time of year or it's the longest day and the shortest night of the year. And, you know, I think there's probably some places way up <laughs> in the northern part of the hemisphere that, um, you know, probably don't even see a night hardly <laughs> because I know a lot of the parts of the country that I'm in, you know, it's not dark before 10, 1030 at night. Uh, at this time of year. So it, it's really intense. We get that full fire creative energy in there. And when we look at just the summer solstice alone, uh, it's a very interesting because this this energy alone brings in a couple of different dynamics, but some of which you might not expect. But I'm going to explain why they're there. And that is one. One is about balance. One is about total unity and harmony of the masculine and the feminine energy and how they help each other. So the assistance that we receive at this time comes through the balancing and the polarity energy. So if we sit strongly in the feminine energy, then we will receive assistance from the masculine energy pattern. If we sit very strongly in the masculine energy, then we will receive very strongly from the feminine energy at this time. <laughs> How cool is that in that piece? And so there's a balancing. If you think of the symbol of the, hex, um, the hexagram with the six-pointed star, oftentimes connected with Jewish traditions and the Kabbalah system, and that is the masculine and the feminine where they overlap. They're each their own identity, but then they overlap to create balance. They overlap to create creation in a sense. When we look at this, you know, it is those two aspects that come together. It's the air and the earth or the water and the fire that come together. So it's always a masculine and a feminine energy dynamic that presents itself. And so this time of year is very strongly telling us, um, being the summer season, the summer season is very strongly telling us to balance this, to, that these, this is our chance to help us in harmony and understand what that harmony feels like because it is that harmony that creates oftentimes the unbridled passion piece. It's, and, and I don't mean in just the sexual, wild sexual way. <laughs> I mean, that's... We get excited. We we that that feeling that we get. You're going to refer to it. You know, this is the lasting version of that initial excitement that comes through that we get excited about. So, like when you get that first chemistry, well, this is like lasting type of chemistry um, that comes through. So, when we have that, that's where we get all those excited feelings from. That's where we get all of the um, butterflies and uh, the, the creative energy that comes through is because those two are in balance. And, and really in order to have a strong creation or to create something that is going to 
evolve and grow and last and work over time, it needs both of those components to it. Now, when we look at another part of the solstice energy, which is the solstice energy part of it, what's very interesting is it, it hones in on the energy patterns that deal with hidden danger and trials and treachery and um, being silenced and difficulty. And that's not something most people uh, think about this time of year. <laughs> most of them are thinking about the play and the fun and all of those things. But this piece is really, really powerful because when we look at it in relation to this particular dynamic, what we're dealing with is we're dealing with the illumination of these things. So when the sun is added to Venus, Nothing can really hide behind the moon. Or very little can hide behind the moon. And this is a time where oftentimes people will express they have a lot of tension when the summer solstice comes up and they don't understand why and that kind of starts to break some of the tension. And that's because oftentimes we've gone through this drier period without a lot of rain or water or, uh, or that feminine element, so to say. And it's because that sun is continuing to grow. And when once it grows, oftentimes what we is once it hits that zenith point of being at its maximum point, which it hits on the solstice, it then shifts over to the lunar energy. It shifts out of that Gemini, it shifts into the Cancer energy, and it starts to give way to receive the feminine back in. Now, why is that so important? Because the way this works is not that the sun is throwing all this deceptive energy what it's doing is it is illuminating in the most magnificent way so that we can see exactly where the dangers lie in our life, so that we can see what the work is that we need to be done, so that we can see and be illuminated by those that are not supporting us, so that we can see who is with us and who isn't. So we can see who's been true in our life and who isn't. And, you know, sometimes I want to mention, too, because this energy connects very strongly with Saturn, which is another piece that people don't oftentimes connect with, but particularly the Saturn retrograde, which is having to release, you know, having to let go of it. And when we are given the sight of what isn't working, what isn't functioning, it's very important that we do let go of it. And and sometimes people aren't even intending to be treacherous or deceptive. They're just feeling a certain amount of pressure in their life or they're at a certain point in their life and your paths maybe have gone as far as they can go together and, and you have to let go and you have to release uh, what's happening there. And, you know, that happens. Sometimes we just see one person is growing at such a rapid rate and the other person is like, able to go at that pace at this time um, or, you know, just different different paths, different things that have to be taken care of. And so this is a, a big time of making decisions, but not just making any decisions, making the decisions that are going to nourish us. So uh, when we bring these pieces together of the harmony and the, the treachery, the darkness, so to say, in the world being lit up where it can be seen, and no longer hiding, then what we do is we bring together a really beautiful piece which welcomes in peace and love. 
And it also welcomes in working from wisdom, working from the magnificence of the true and ancient authentic wisdom of the, of the universe, of the world, the way everything works. And what this does is when it comes together, it's saying, I'm giving you the balance and the harmony and the peace to be able to overcome these things that are challenges, these things that are trials, these things that are coming to light for you right now. So this is a really, really huge piece. And it allows us to make some of the breakthroughs. It allows us to see that no matter how challenging something might feel like right now, we will get through it. We will find a way through it. And that is the key, not avoiding it, not running away from it, not hiding off someplace, but that we are truly, truly with it. So those are the codes of the summer solstice. And when we bring that in together, ironically, just as some of the other messages were coming forth <laughs> that I shared already earlier, and we bring in the piece of 2016. Now, you've heard me talk about that throughout the year, but 2016 is this kind of wrapping up time. It's this time to um, complete things. It's this time to make big decisions about what do you want to start into next? What's the, you know, what's the next place for you? And it's a big time to stand in our integrity because when we do these turning points and we shift and we're bringing in some new beginnings and new pieces, then if we're not standing in, tight, in integrity and compassion through those pieces, then we're really creating some hardships on ourselves. We're really creating a period of time that is going to probably bring more hard lessons than blessings. <laughs> so think about that as you're, as you're moving forward. Now, when we bring that peace into the energy of the summer solstice, what we find is we find that peace that is all about where we need to step away from others and all about being able to function on our own. So again, these things that are being brought to light by the sun are really there to help teach us to know the truth and to be able to stand on our own in our own decision. Because what happens, what it's doing is showing us that, hey, these people may not have your best interests at hand. This may not be the best situation for you anymore. It might have served you to a certain point, but it might not be what you need anymore. Um, and when we forego that inner instinct, that, that piece of the moon, that piece of the feminine, and we forego that and we just try to plow forth with action and we take in what everybody else is saying and just go, okay, well, this is what everybody else is telling me to do. I guess that's what I'll do. And, and we don't honor that inner piece that is saying, no, no, that's not, that's not it. That's not your piece. That's not, that isn't it. And that's where we get into trouble is when we start listening to other people, when we start taking their advice instead of listening to our own soul self in the process because our soul self knows all the answers for us. And there can be a variety of different things. Again, not that people are misleading, but they may be operating from a totally different space than you are without you knowing it. Um, they may intend the best advice, but that doesn't mean it's the best advice for you. So this is where the summer process, we want to get in and really reflect a little bit and say, okay, what is the piece for me? What is the piece that I need to be taking hold, what piece of my inner self am I not listening to that might even 
sound crazy to everybody else is it's totally counter to what other people are saying right now. And to sit with that and to really open up to what is going to give you the peace within you, what is going to provide you, because this is the time that you can manifest that peace, that serenity, that tranquility, that loving energy into your life. And it's that time to be unbridled in that pure love. And when we do that, that is the big wow connection. That is the big powerful whoa that goes along with things in here. So we're going to move on to our next musical artist here. And I've got up here um, Shashika Moru. And Shashika's really cool. She came on about just under 11 months ago, actually, which was really interesting. She was my first guest uh, in August last year. She was my first guest of the Code Connection show when I transited from activating compassion to the Code Connection. (laughs) So it was really, really great to have her on. This song here is called um, Cheyenne Sundar, and we're going to be continuing on as well with more information about the particular day that the summer solstice is falling on this year and what that's about. But I, I love that her energy is it's full of life and it's full of this passion energy. And this is a big one of that connecting on a divine level where we were just talking about the love and the peace. I feel like this song really draws in a a lot of that energy and a lot of that representation. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Enjoy the song, Cheyenne Thunder, and it's Sasha Shaker Miller.
you know, in, in a way that is part of the summer process, but we also have this energy, which again is that merging, it's that sort of more passionate energy, it's that call to the balance and passion and romance and uh, I mean, just amazing and, and I just love Shashika the way that she pulls this energy out of her music. I mean, it's almost it's very, very powerful. And that is a piece that is part of this, this time of year, is that level of power, that level, that that connection, you know, again, that connection in there. So let's move on a little bit. We've got the summer solstice is coming up on June 20th of 2016. Now, this is going to be a really interesting opening of what is being unleashed and created at this time because we've got a magnification going on with what the summer solstice is about in regards to peace and love. So we could see a lot of things happen in the world on world affairs. There will be that energy that does not want to accept peace and love and we're likely to see some greater disturbances, but it is also a time that Carol's been greatly peace and love, and it is that time for wisdom to step up into the world and to have a bigger voice, perhaps in a bigger say, not in that aggressive warlike way or that fighting way or that heavy radical way even, but through each individual person operating from wisdom. It is that time to be connecting with those people who are of wisdom, who can be guides or mentors or things like that along the way for you. And there are a ton of people out there providing different things. Uh, you know, they're all over the place. <laughs> Hang out in my group for a while or, you know, watch my Facebook page or, you know, go back to some of the, the archive shows. I mean, there's amazing people doing amazing things out there. And I myself am going to be putting a lot out for hopefully for 2017. I feel like there's um, you know, my creative energy has been in the works, and I've been gradually catching up a little bit here over the last five weeks since I've been on the road and uh, and working on bringing forth some of it. Now, another big piece that we have coming in this year is that, again, of the unity of the masculine and the feminine energy. It is the energy of partnership. So what this tells me, too, is we often, we could be seeing more and more soulmate, twin flame connections, and not just soulmate, but um, those soulmate connections and twin flame, you know, the twin flame is really where we pretty much epitomize that's the ultimate, <laughs> in a sense, next to the divine connection. Um, that's our ultimate earthly connection, in a sense. But this is where we're going to start to see the return of those. And the soulmate connections that we will see starting to come through as of this summer solstice in these next couple of months in particular are going to be those that are coming from a very peaceful state. They're going to be our peaceful and gentle partners along the way that are going to help us break through the lessons um, and the difficulties and, and be there to show us our support. Now, soulmates, as we know, don't always in our life for a lifetime. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But these will be the ones that can be friends as well as lovers. These will be ones that can, you know, really help us get past 
the challenges and be superior and be supportive in that process. So they're coming in with a very special uh, piece in there. And again, I think this really ties into Yehuda's message where so many times we get wrapped up in that passion side and we don't see the real people that are there. We don't see the ones that have carried us through these journeys. Um, and, and that is a powerful thing. Now, when we bring all of this together, uh, June 20th of 2016, what's very interesting is even though we have all of this wonderful, peaceful energy coming in, we also have a contradiction pattern coming in when this combines together. And that tells us that unless we take the care and we take the practical side, right, the the masculinity, the practical side, (laughs) unless we implement this, what we gain at this time can be taken away from us too. So here again, it's saying you need to stand on your own. And this is also going to be a time where there's going to be things ending and things beginning. This is going to be a period, this particular solstice is kicking off new starts, beginning life again. And a lot of people, I probably just heard a big sigh out there, (laughs) a big ugh (laughs) again. Um, This is where we're going to have people that are going to try to engage you in competition. And this is where I see the interference with peace and love in the world is that there will be those who will try to force competition, try to engage competition and opposition among people, right? We're seeing that with Orlando, um, these oppositions, this competition and these various things. So uh, this is a time where people may show themselves to be something other than what we thought that they were. The very, very important thing in this is that we do not engage in the competition. We do not buy in to being pitted against each other because we are not going to get that peace and that love in the world if we're too busy fighting each other, if we're too busy competing against each other, if we're too busy standing in opposition instead of harmony to one another. So this is a really big piece for us to consider, and that that is one big piece in there. Now, we've also got on this date some magnification of some of the other things the, the, again, the harmony, the coming together, the masculine, feminine, again, uh, magnification of relationships and magnification of endings and new beginnings and magnification of the peace, love, energy. So it tells me certainly whatever competition is brought up and attempted to be used, um, it keep in mind that this is attempted to try to break. You know, this is, this is attempted by those who feel insecure in the world. This is attempted by those who are trying to get some sense of control because they don't have that within themselves. So they're busy trying to get that by competing with other people, by trying to prove they're better than other people. And to be able to hold your peace and your calm in that and to say, hey, that's great. I'm really happy for your success. I'm still not going to engage in competition with you but I'm really, really happy for your successes. And I think that that is going to be a powerful place. That's when we're going to know, okay, we've really overcome some things on our journey. We've really worked past some things on our journey. We've really 
evolved to a certain extent or grown wiser, and we are operating from this wisdom, and we are operating from this space of peace, because when you're truly holding that space, when you're truly holding that loving energy, then you're not going to be knocked out of it. And and if you feel yourself get knocked out of it and get back up, <laughs> you get back in it. Because, you know, this is a time where the last month, of course, that Gemini energy has had our pot all over the place and wrapped around everything and, and confused about things. And, and, of course, stepping into the cancer energy, you know, we're going to have now the whole emotional side come up that is going to toss us around a little bit because our emotions can make us feel confused. And I think the key is, is to not so much be in the emotional space, feel it, you know, engage in, in what you're feeling, but then open up to kind of releasing it, if you want to say that, uh, coming back to, again, what's your intuition? Don't let your emotion sway your intuition because when we do that, oftentimes that's when we're listening to somebody else as opposed to simply engaging our soul self and listening to that uh, side of things. It isn't going to, to mislead us. It's going to take us exactly where we need to go through. So um, I think that that's, that's a powerful, powerful piece of this energy. And, and it's just showing us that we can have this. We can move in this direction. But to have this, we have to let go of the competition. Okay. This is an opportunity for fresh new starts. And remember where it said about illuminating, and it talked about illuminating. We talked about illuminating, uh, shedding light on what is deceiving. This is our opportunity to let go of those pieces and to move further into the wisdom, to move further into um, a fresh new start without those pieces. So take advantage of this time. Take advantage of what that is all about. Now, the next song that I have on deck here, on deck, so to say, <laughs> I guess that's a good summer term, isn't it? <sighs> We've got so much cool stuff to, to cover here on the show. Now, um, what is on deck uh, or in this point here is the next artist, the next musical artist that I've got up for you is Joseph Carringer. And uh, I've got the song Bojo Bohemian. And I love this because Bohemian energy is without a doubt summer energy. And it's that kind of carefree. It's allowing ourselves to be in the world, not of it, enjoy it, you know, enjoy the hearts, enjoy not being on a heavy time schedule. And I think that that is a great reminder, that Bohemian energy is a great reminder to Get rid of some of those heavy time schedules that you've got going on. I know I'm in the process of releasing things to get rid of <laughs> some of those heavy time schedules because we need to be able to flow in the world. When spirit talks, when spirit moves us, we want to have that opening to go. We don't want to go, oh, gee, well, I've got this appointment <laughs> that I've got to do. No. Try to open up your schedule as much as possible. That's a great way to be in the Bohemian energy. It embraces the music. Go and get out and listen to some live music and tune into some instruments and let yourself feel some of those more primal um, palettes of music, if you want to say those more primal rhythms. And let that flow through you and see how that feels. Now, Joseph, of course, is a digital dude 
therapist and artist and uh, love what he's doing. You can find out more about his work, by the way, at digtherapy.com. That's D-I-D-G-E-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com. And this is Orjo Bohemian by Joseph Carrington.
that, you are listening to The Code Connection. This is Jesse on Nicole George, and you are just listening to a really cool kind of different style of music, Chopno Didgeridoo. <laughs> I love saying that. So that was done by Joseph Herringer, and yeah, he's really, really great. We had Joseph on here, and um, he just, one of a kind, kind of unique artist. And you can feel that from the passion. You can go in. If you go in and look at that cover, it just speaks commercials just all over it. <laughs> and, you know, as I was mentioning that, that more time of being the bohemian energy, that time, it, you know, that's what it's about. And, again, you can connect up with Joseph, or, yeah, through, uh, with Joseph through his website at www.ditchtherapy.com by the way, um, and he, he's got his events and things like that listed there, so you can catch up with him there, and, and it's a great place. And again, that's D-I-D-G-E-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com, and that was Joseph Carringer. So moving on, we've been talking about the codes of the summer solstice, particularly the one that we're having this year, and what that is bringing about and what's happening with that. And you know, we've got a huge piece on this summer solstice, it's really, really about the balance and the harmony. It's really about some deep inner work right now. And it's really about getting into the core and getting authentic and, you know, really touching base with, with what's working and what isn't working, what's supporting you, who's supporting you in your life, these types of things. So these are some big pieces, and that whole balance piece just keeps getting reemphasized as we connect with um, this this type of energy right now, this energy right now, and as I've been mentioning, we can have some incredible, wonderful, wonderful blessings. We can experience a great harvest, and this is a big thing because how we're tending to things in our life right now is going to show or create the harvest that we're going to be experiencing in a couple of months. You know, it's going to open up to what we receive, so it's absolutely huge. Now, one of the things that I mentioned during this time is that um, we are at the longest day and the shortest night of the year. At least here in the northern half of the hemisphere, I realize it's flipped around to the to the southern half, and you know they probably don't get enough attention. <laughs> Who thinks flips the other way? Because a lot of people are focused on it being this way right now. But when we look at the longest day of the year, what is that about? Well, that really ties in with that sun Venus energy. That's really about stepping into our power and our wisdom, and it's about power that comes through utilizing wisdom, through making smart choices, and we've been talking about some of that. This is the power that comes when we are not attached to the material world, when we're able to function in purpose and principle instead of being swayed and pulled and just putting all of our energy into acquiring material things. So it's a good thing for us to think about in the sense of what really solid things are you building there in a sense? What things are you really creating for yourself that are not part of the material world? And that's not something we oftentimes think about, right? Because oftentimes we go, hey, I'm working this job and I'm doing this and I'm pulling some extra hours and then whatever so that I can get this thing, this item. But when we start to tune into the truth of things, and when we come from that place and what we're doing 
becomes about the principle and the purpose instead of the thing, we really then step into our own personal power. Now, again, this is re-emphasized with that balancing the masculine female harmony aspect in there. And when we bring this together on the longest day energy, what we see here is some really great success. You see that we receive the harvest. So, you know, again, this time is saying if you can get that balance, if you can function without the influence of people and things, doesn't mean that you ignore everybody or go off and be a hermit. It just means that you don't operate under their influence or let them guide your decisions for you. And when you do that, that's when you get to experience the harvest. That's when your creative energy is powerful. And again, this is reemphasizing that. Your creative energy is at a peak. So get creative with how you want your life to be. How can you align it with divine purpose? And how can you do that? with what you have in hand right now, as opposed to what you should be getting or what you could be getting or any of that. But the power comes from within. It comes from working without a lot of material things oftentimes. I'm sure those things can be useful and nice and all of that, but it comes from that creative energy, and that comes from within. That comes from the blending of the masculine and the feminine energy. So when you do this, you can carry out your own plan. You're not working for other people anymore. You're working for yourself. And that's not just about being an entrepreneur. Again, that is about making your own decisions. Okay? Um, when we do this, it shows that you will step into that position of authority. You will step into that position of command. And, and it is a place in that. And it brings a certain amount of respect. Why? Because you're operating under universal authenticity. You're operating under divine connection. You're operating under balance and harmony and peaceful energy. So that becomes really, really huge for us. Now, when we look at the energy of the shortest night, okay, the shortest night, and that's what we're coming upon here very soon in a couple of days, June 20th, so three days away, we're getting really close here. And looking at that energy, what we have is the shortest night shows that we will get assistance. We will get the help. If we're making these decisions, if we're operating under our own accord, there will be people that will step up and help us. There are people out there that have that position of power and have that influence and that can be a benefit to you. And that, this is a time to call on those people. This is a time where you can get that assistance. But again, to get that assistance, you've got to be functioning in balance. See how it keeps coming back to that piece? <laughs> and the balance is the balance of all things. It's the balance of the masculine and feminine. It's the balance of the mind and the heart. It's the balance of you know, the elements. It's the balance of all these different pieces that are joining together. Now, when we're looking at the shortest night energy and as that combines together, um, you know, what that tells us is that we will advance and we will advance very quickly. And this is a time when we can move forward very, very quickly. But we're also going to have to pay some strong attention because this is a time where a lot of government and the military and things like that. And so, again, we have to be very careful that we're not fighting a fight, even if it's so-called the good fight. 
that we're simply taking action, okay? Um, and because this is the person that starts to feel so strongly. You know, when we get on the shortest night, what happens is we're feeling so strongly about the purpose or whatever we're doing that we tend to engage in war and we tend to engage in fight. And the, the real warriors only shed light. They only shed truth on things. They don't engage in battles. They don't engage in conflict. They don't get involved in the competition. Okay? Um, the real warrior is the person that gets up again and again and again, the person that is willing to persevere. That is the real warrior. And when we look at that warrior energy, when we look at that coming about, because with that intensified sun energy, it's very easy to engage in testosterone-based <laughs> struggles out there. I mean, it's natural. When you raise masculine energy, you've got kind of an imbalance going on at this time. Um, naturally, because you have so much solar energy that, that is happening there. And, and when I start to look at this, um, and I'm just taking a quick look here really to see what's happening. We've got, uh, we've got some really great potential when we look at that, that warrior energy because if we're operating under a true warrior and not like a military-type warrior or um, you know, a fanatic type uh, warrior, an activist type warrior, then we can advance. Then what we're really trying to bring into the world, that purpose, that insight, and to get people to understand, we'll be able to get to them. You know, we'll be able to see the victories. We'll be able to see the successes. But again, we've got to shift that perspective of warrior and what warrior actually is and what it's about. And remember, this is a peaceful warrior time. And there are people that are starting to sway and engage in different directions, saying we've got to you know, go do this and go do that, and we've got to engage in this. And it's like, no, we actually don't have to. And I'm okay standing up and saying that. I don't care how big those people are, that it is not about that. You know, you don't join an enemy on their terms. You don't go in and support people that are doing the destruction. You can share with them love. You can share with them a lot of things. But you cannot support those things and stand in the light at the same time. So, you know, it's choices. It's choices there. And I do believe very strongly in blending. I do believe very strongly that we can find some middle ground. I do believe we could get to a point of working together, but we don't do it by lowering the light where they are. We don't do it. That's it. We don't do it by enabling the users, so to say. Um, you know, and I think that's always a great parallel to think you, you don't enable your abuser to keep going on. And there's a fine line between joining forces, between trying to find the balance and the harmony and doing that enabling. So that's a big piece of the shortest night, longest day energy dynamic. And as they come together, as they do on the winter solstice, what is really interesting in there is we've got to, again, look really carefully at the people that are around us and the situations that we're involving in and where we're putting our energy into because there are people that might appear as our friends right now, and they're not our friends. They have hidden, dark agendas, and we've got to be careful. So that's where you've really got to tune in and say, 
What is this person really asking me to do? What is this situation really asking me to do right now? Um, people are smooth talkers, and this energy opens the door to smooth talkers, and they can talk a good talk, and they can convince you really well, and you need to make sure that you're stepping back. Again, you're not getting swept up in the moment of things um, during this phase that we're, we're in and that, that is opening with this particular summer focus, and that you're not letting it carry you away into some other space that you really don't want to be in. You know, um, step back and say, great, I, I like what you're saying, I like what you're offering, um, let me think about it. <laughs> you know, it, it might feel like it's taking the wind out of their sails a little bit, but again, you've got to get where you step away from that person and that situation and everything where you can think about it in a clear mind and not just in that moment, not just get swept up in that moment of a great talk of somebody who's a great salesperson um, in there. So, you know, take your time and come back to it. That's okay. You know, I did that just the other day. I was walking around a little street fair yesterday um, at this town that I'm in. And it was really great. It's really nice to see this fair and to see people participating. And I saw a couple of things I liked. And, uh, one, you know, there were things I was looking for, basically, because, well, I needed a... <laughs> I needed some clothes, but <laughs> as much as the summer solstice might promote not having any, I needed some. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I, I went, I walked around, and instead of making that decision in the moment, where I was so swept up in the moment, I stepped away from it. I walked around for probably an hour or so, completely away from the fair space, and then that was how did I feel? And whether I liked that, and then I went back and I looked again. And, you know, one thing I purchased, one thing I didn't purchase. Um, because when I balanced it out, I just, you know, I, I thought about the vibrations in those booths. I thought about how I was treated. I thought about what they were doing, how they were operating. And, you know, that really showed me where I wanted to put my money since I had to get something. <laughs> Not, not had to get something because it was a fair, but had to get something because I needed clothes. Um, <laughs> and they just happened to have what I wanted at a good price. So um, that's where, you know, you can see some of these pieces coming together. And again, I think this is a time where don't get swept up. Get, you know, in that magnetism, in that, that moment. And you can get a lot from this time. This is a time when we look at the blending of the longest day and the shortest but again, that you can get favors, you can get resources, you can get the things that you need in life, um, but also, you know, use a little reasonableness. You know, again, come back to that responsibility piece and go, great, I need, you know, I need some clothes, but do I really need to spend 70 80 or $100 for this stuff? No, I really don't. <laughs> and I'm not going to because... That's not where the energy is at right now. You know, the energy is not conducive to that. It's not going to serve me. It's only going to hurt me. And so looking at those different pieces and keeping those different things in mind, this is the time you can prosper. So when you're looking at that energy, I would do something for this day that focuses on drawing in what you need to because it is a powerfully magnetic time. And it is a time where things can come in, and they can come in at a pretty quick pace right now, given the influences that we have. So 
I would open that door and say, okay, what do I want to draw in? What do I want to bring forward in life? And, and take a look at that. Um, now, moving on to our next musical artist, what I've got is The Wisdom of Serpent, and it's like Shady Taylor. And some people might go, why are you picking that? <laughs> well, anybody who knows Katie's music knows that she does medieval chants, and that a lot of her work and her music comes off of. Um, you know, uh, some incredible people who are very spiritual and church-based, and this is not, um, what do I want to say, this is not, you know, this is not heavily religious, and this is not um, totally pagan either. <laughs> so, you know, those that know Katie knows she has this beautiful blend. She's explored a lot of different arenas from the traditional religions to the pagan and Wiccan religions and belief systems and brought in these beautiful thoughts and, and aspects. And this was not played by the way in the interview that we did recently with Katie um, in the air. And what I, I love about this energy is so many people distort this again to all kinds of various distortions of evil and reptilian energy and blah, 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 and the Garden of Eden. And, you know, we could go on into a thousand different parallels on that. But, you know, when we look at this, and I look at this in connection with the from the solstice energy, this is really, when we look at some of the serpent energy, that is another name, not always the name I use, but it is another name for raising the Kundalini energy, for arising it. And some people say, well, that's not divine. But when we actually look at the true source, this energy is the energy flow that is of the sacred masculine feminine connection that happens. Um, when we look at the Kundalini rising, this is a divine energy. And when we're dealing with a true Kundalini, we don't go off into the distortions. We don't go off into it being sexual energy. It's sexual energy in the way it responds to the body. It's the sexual energy on one aspect. But that energy then is about mastering it and channeling it, and again, not getting into the passions and the ones of the moment so much, but bringing it into a true source energy, bringing it and letting that ray through. And that energy actually comes from the divine source, and it is not sexual abuse, but you have to be able to master that sexual side of it just by learning to master, okay, I don't need to eat pastries all day long, every day, <laughs> my body's not going to like that. That would be giving in uh, two things. Instead, what I'm going to do is harness that amazing passionate energy that's coming through me and give it an outlet that works, give it to where it can come through my body and heal. And when we talk about true Kundalini energy and we talk about the true Shiva Shakti connection in things, uh, we really are talking about sacred relationships. And we really are talking about something that is outside of the realm of the sexual energy. And it includes it because when we learn how to move this and to channel this through the body and not let the sexual side overwhelm us, it becomes a tremendous healing force. It becomes a tremendous force to create from and a tremendous force that um, creates the harvest. I mean, this is, this is actually part of the new tradition that this, this energy being able to bring great conduct into our life. And it brings this feeling that 
I remember experiencing it many years ago when I was at a trade show, and, and it's like being drunk in a way. Um, the, the, the true spirit energy is the one that harms that over the passionate, just the raw sexual side of it. Uh, you're just so drunk with spirit. You're just so happy, and you're so in such an amazing blissful space that things just pour in. It's just amazing to get in that space experience. So anyway, I figured that the title of this one anyway is very good because when we look at it, this energy is simply a title and uh, the serpent energy is certainly a title for um, being able to use this wisdom and to um, certainly when we look at that again, the wisdom uh, that there is wisdom there and there is aspects that we use. It's a matter of learning how to use it and coming from the wisdom of such a powerful force of energy. So here we go. This is the Wisdom of Certain. It's by Katie Taylor. And by the way, you can catch up with Katie's music at www.katietaylor, that's K-A-T-Y-T-A-Y-L-O-R. And um, let me double check that to make sure I said that right. Yes, O-R. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
And this is a time that says take some time for you. You need to have a little bit of time, even though this is a very social season and this is a great time to be connecting with people and doing things with people and being out in the world, you also need a little piece that is about you, where you have time just for you without anybody else around you. And that you might even get pushed away by some people right now with this energy um, if you're not willing to stay in the space with them. And, you know, I've seen that happen a lot of the last couple of years in my life where I've released and released and released people because I did not choose to remain in the space that they were in. And it's worked out to the benefit. Some of those people I have, you know, really um, seen start to grow because, you know, they, they weren't being enabled in their patterns anymore. And I've seen some really cool things happen. But I had to be willing to step out of their space first. Um, in there. Now, we do have another component that comes up as this fire festival energy comes together and it brings us back around to take a look at the people in your life, okay? Be a little cautious, okay? Don't get too reckless that, you know, you place yourself in danger. Do pay attention. Do operate from the wisdom. Uh, and, and this is a change to really look at. You might find out who those friends are or who those people are in your life who don't have your back. Again, this is reinforcing that energy. The light is going to be shed, and you might have a few challenges to get through, but they're getting through because they're showing you, um, you know, not what crappy people those people are. <laughs> you know, we might like to believe that, but that's not the case. You know, what it's showing us is we're walking down a path that isn't for us. We're walking down an area that isn't necessarily good for us. And, um, and we want to we want to take a look. And don't be afraid of the challenges that come up. They're coming up because it's an essential piece in yourself that you need to develop. Again, not because the other person is a horrible person. It's coming up so that you will develop something in yourself. So when you if you have these experiences go going on with people in your life, and you find out that maybe people aren't who they thought they were, maybe they don't have your back like you thought they did then stop and say, great, so what am I supposed to be developing? Don't focus on their actions and whatever judgments might be flying around in that moment. Step back, come within yourself and go, okay, great. Maybe this is because I'm supposed to be making my own decisions. Maybe because I'm supposed to be doing something else. You know, um, maybe this is coming up to show me the true character of somebody and I need to stand up myself, I need to move on down my path, even if it means letting go of some people. So that's the fire festival energy, and that's, that's a key, key component. Now, moving on with things, uh, what we have here is we have When Will We? It's by Wayne Chatter, and um, I, I really love Wayne. Anybody who caught his show, man, he is really... Talk about an authentic soul who's been through some stuff in his life and come through such a great example of walking the talk. He's such a great example of authenticity. Um, you know, of course, a great, a great show. If you've missed it, you know, all of the artists I'm highlighting today, you can find them in my archives where we get full shows on their work and their music and who they are and their thoughts and their beliefs. Um, but you'll be able to, by the way, catch up with Wayne's work on soundcloud.com forward slash Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E hyphen Chater, that's C-H-A-T-E-R. 
And um, you know, I, I love the song "When Will We" because it really poses the question: When will we stop operating with this deception? When will we start operating from the love and the heart and the peace? When will we allow ourselves to create this? And it starts with each and every single one of us. Every moment of the day, we have that choice: Are you going to be in peace? When will we be in that state? So I'm going to go ahead and get this on. This is, again, Wayne Chatter. When will we? We'll be back in a couple of minutes.
Connection, and this is Jesse on Nichols George. And I just realized how quickly we're burning through the time <laughs> as it happens with me. So we're going to be wrapping up really quickly. That was Wayne Chotter um, with When Will We Be? You can catch up with him on soundcloud.com forward slash Wayne Chotter. Next week on the show, and for anybody who missed any of this, we've been talking about the summer solstice happening on June 20th, 2016. Um, come back, listen to the show in the archives. We've shared all kinds of great information of what the energy is opening up for us on this date. Next week, I've got Lorraine Cohen coming on. She's going to be sharing her work in higher realms, healing and releasing the material world and outer tools. So this is going to be really, really cool. Also, uh, my June special deal is if you purchase a copy of Embraced by the Divine, you'll receive the e-books Activating Compassion and its companion workbook absolutely free. You can check out all the work I'm doing, video tips. I'm getting ready to put one up here in the next couple of days, a new one. Archive shows, all those things are on my new website, actually, www.compassioncodes.com. Uh, you can still get through it, to it through the old link, but that's the, that's the new active one. I also want to mention, don't forget, we've got several shows here on the Institute Universe. Tuesday night, Susan Week comes on, sharing her work in herbs and natural plants. Wednesday night, Daniel and Janice is on with our flagship show, doing all kinds of things. Janice has her own show going on uh, that you can catch up with called Reflections and Rhythms. Sometimes we get Darren to care on with spiritual insights. So we've got all kinds of things. And of course, Friday, we have the Code Connection. This is Jesse on Nichols George, and I'm so glad you joined me here today. And thanks to all of our listeners, not only on podcast, but those streaming live through Penn, known as Karen Counters Network, StreamFinder, and TalkStream Live, and those catching our podcasts at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and the YouTube version of the show. And don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. I'm going to leave you with a really cool, upbeat song. It's by Ariana Saraha, and it's called Gypsy. No need explained. We know Gypsy fits right in <laughs> with the summer solstice energy. You can catch up with Ariana's music, by the way, at arianasaraha.com, and that is A-R-I-A. N-A-S-A-R-A-H-A dot com. And uh, you can catch up with all of that there. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you next week right here on The Code Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a truly amazing week. Please step into this cauldron of transformation with us tonight. And this next one is called Gypsy. Gypsy.